doing double duty today. Double duty. Double duty. Um, because I've been on vacation. So we plan ahead for you listeners. We're smart cookies. So you just got back from vacation you, this you weekend. Betcha. I did. <laughs> I did. I did. It was so awesome. Nice. I went mountain biking and we hiked mountains and amazing. He, he killed like 50 yes. snakes with his bare hands. I did. I ate them too. That's all we Raw. ate all week long. Raw. Snake. I just would kill them, smash their heads on a rock, and then just start just eating. Bit. Just <laughs> I wrap it around my hand and then I just get off my <laughs> hand. You know, We'd be hiking and I would just pull my hand up to my mouth and... <laughs> and eat it. It's very quite tasty. He has a necklace made of rattlesnake tails. I do. It's pretty awesome. But anyway, anyway yeah. I'm glad you had a good vacation. Yeah, it was awesome. Really enjoyed it. Um, so I just have a couple things today mm-hmm. to rant about. Ranting with John. Kind of, kind of rants, kind of things that we could talk about for a little bit that are were either frustrating me or like little aha moments, like just the way I think about things. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'd seen several people lately post a video of uh, the America's Got Talent, I think. And I've not seen really this show. I don't. I don't know. I kind of like the evolution of Simon Cowell, though, as a host. I don't mm-hmm. know if you're familiar with Simon or not. Yeah, he was like a really mean person, and now he's becoming more soft. I think. Yeah, because I think that just goes to show the more experience that he's getting, hearing people's stories, seeing things, he's more sensitive, more empathetic, more mm-hmm. just like wow. Um, or it could be a marketing thing, but whatever. <laughs> probably is with him uh, creating this likable character. Right. But there was this video about a, a blind autistic uh, young man came on. I guess his mom had shared like, this is who he is. And one day he just started singing. We were like, holy shit, this guy can sing. And so they're like all watching and stuff. And he goes up to the piano and the dude, he's good. Mm-hmm. Like real good to the point. Like everybody was standing, applauding, wow. crying, phenomenal mm-hmm. and I'm watching it and I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it. I think it's awesome. I think it's great. Yeah. But a thought occurred to me. Why are people surprised when somebody who is autistic or blind has an amazing talent like that? Hmm. I mean, my gut reaction is because they obviously struggle with a lot of quote, basic tasks that we don't struggle with. And the, you know, their brains are just wired differently than us. And so things that would be seen as an, like a, an, uh, what am I trying to say? Like a, a typical activity for us may not be for them. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so whenever, whenever they accomplish this thing, it's like, wow, like, you know, they quote defied the odds. Maybe mm-hmm. that's my gut reaction. Yeah. And what, what you said there actually made me think about something else. What kind of, go off a little bit here come back to that when i I think about i don't know many um like mentally disabled people not Mm -hmm. many but from any experience that i've had and from anybody that's worked with them i've heard that like they're just all of them are just happy oh yeah there's not there's not any like um maybe i I mean i don't know i don't want to speak out of of turn like in terms of, of what they're like but like it almost seems like the less people I don't, like the smarter we are, the more prone we might be to depression, anxiety, stress, all of this because we think more. We have more that we're hmm. expected to do. And it's this like, it's like, yeah, it's, it's a good thing, but like almost like the less you have is better. Hmm. You know, and like the less you have to deal with, the less you have to worry about, it's better because. Yeah. It's hard to say because I yeah. I don't know the science behind what causes mental disabilities and yeah. what's I'm, happening. I, it's in a poor brain. example for what I'm trying to get at. Like but I'm not. I, I get the gist of what you're yeah. saying. I get it. Like a more simple life 
is much better than mm-hmm. a whole complex web of do this, do that, busy, got a job, got a plan for the future, all of this stuff. It's a simpler life. Mm-hmm. But then on the flip side of both those coins, you exchange one thing for another. Mm-hmm. It is a simpler life, but I'm blind. <laughs> it right. is a simpler life, but I'm autistic. It, but I'm, I'm challenged. My brain doesn't work the same way. Mm-hmm. But I guess what my ultimately what I was thinking about is like, I don't want the world to be surprised when people who are blind or who are autistic or who are deaf, like that their talent, that what they have to offer, like is somehow more special. Like it, it is, but like I live in this like dream world where like, we wouldn't be surprised that they can do amazing things because hmm. they are already are amazing people like everybody else. And I know, like, I hope I'm articulating this correctly. That, I get what you're saying. I, you know, I, I, I don't want I, people to feel like they're not special. No, they, they, they are. They absolutely are. I mean, I think, I think you could, I think it's the same thing with someone who's missing a leg and they run a marathon or, Anyone, anybody who defies the odds, people love that story. But who created the odds? Who are the odds? No, makers? nobody did. The, mm. the outcome of the world is what made the odds. Like the fact that there's more white people in this town, maybe than African American. I don't know if that's true. I'm just saying like, that's no yeah, one, that's no absolutely one, true. <laughs> but well, like, nobody decided that. Mm. It just is, it's just the way the well, chips fell here. I mean, I'm just somebody did decide that. Well, okay, I'm trying to think of a scenario yeah. where like that's I, a whole nother podcast. Yeah, right but red, what I'm getting at is like I don't think anyone decided that it's just I, I think just the way life is. It's just a known fact that people with mental disabilities struggle to do tasks that people without them can do with ease. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that someone with not only blindness but what what they're also autistic. Mm-hmm autistic and blind and they can sing it's just a defying the odds story and i yeah. think i simply think that's why people were like it's it's, it's it's perhaps maybe because you're living the day-to-day is more difficult mm-hmm. there's not as many opportunities to discover those talents and those things that, that could they be. Can be really that really shine at um like i said i'm my my scope so i hope what i was saying is not was communicating poorly that like, no, I think it, I do think it's amazing. It's not taking anything away, but like, I don't, I hope that someday we're not shocked by that, that we live in a world that we're so accepting of people with all kinds of different, um, that are different than us. Mm-hmm. It's not that they're worse than us. They just struggle, maybe struggle a little more because of how they were born or because of some type of a disease or illness or deformity or whatever, whatever it is, whatever you want to call it, um, that, they so, are just as capable. What do you think would be the appropriate reaction then? Like how ideally, how should it have gone down whenever, no, they, t- whenever they took the stage? I mean, I don't know because I, I've not seen that show. So I don't know what the, I, the typical mm-hmm. response was mm-hmm. from like, let's just say there's a normal average, average everyday person that walks Same. in there and says like, Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm Steve. I, I work at, um, I work at Lowe's and you know, I just, I like singing in the aisles and, and people said, Hey, you should go on that show. And I did. And he sings and he sings really well. Like, but you know what? That it is marketing. Yeah. Those people don't want, people don't want to watch that. People don't want to watch Steve from Lowe's go in and sing a song. <laughs> like they can hear Steve at Lowe's sing a song at Lowe's. But, you know? but if you really sell it, like, you know, but Steve, like Steve comes from a background. If where Steve at Lowe's down. was an orphan 
and you know, recovering and, heroin addict and is, is a recovery. Well, I don't know if they'd frown on that because then they might, they don't, then they don't want the people who don't okay. want the recovering addicts well. to give them a platform because they're freaking drug addicts. You know, right. you want Steve to be an orphan. Um, he was passed around from foster homes and then he eventually found a, a family and then like his foster parents died in a car accident. And then he got throat cancer and um, overcame it. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then he ended up getting married and then, and having a child and then his wife died. So now he's a single dad working a job at Lowe's and McDonald's trying to make ends meet. Right. And somebody heard him sing one time and was like, people want to watch that. That's what I'm saying. People like the underdog. And right. so I don't think it's necessarily. Well, it is an amazing feat that someone with autism and who's uh, blind, right? Yeah. Uh, the fact, the fact that they can who's playing the piano, well, being blind and singing at the same time, right? Because there are people who, without those um, disabilities, can't even do that. So, I don't necessarily think it was so much a spotlight on the fact that they had these disabilities. I, I just think it was simply yeah. something you don't see every day. And you're no, that's like, good. Yeah, they. Yeah, they're not celebrating that he's blind and autistic and he's still able to do this despite that mm. they're celebrating it because how you said it in a way that made sense in my head that like <laughs> what they're celebrating they're celebrating now that, that he's still able to do that yeah like that not that he shouldn't be able to do that mm. but that he is coming on here and celebrating that talent and it makes a great story and gets all those shares where somebody like me who doesn't even watch it has seen it like six it. times on social media right I'm pretty sure I saw screenshots of it now that I'm th talking about it. Yeah, but it was really good. So I hope well, I articulate what I really wanted to say was like, I don't, I, I don't think we should be shocked. I think that these, these people that have differences that have autism, that have Asperger's that have whatever, that they're blind or deaf, like it doesn't mean they can't add value to our society and do these amazing things. Oh man, dude, this is hard. This is hard because I get what you're saying, but I just had like a thought that really kind of like, I don't know if it's fair but like, say, say, like, I know somebody who lost their leg in an accident and they were active. They were a drummer and it was their kick, their leg. They did the kick, the kick drum, the right leg. And they went through like turmoil trying to get back up and going. And they've like done triathlons and stuff. I think someone who goes above and beyond, like, even despite like these shortcomings, I think that should be celebrated, right? Like, like I think I yes, think, so but, but well yes, I think it maybe not celebrated, but like should that be well, again? I'm that I'm that idealist. Like that should be the default, whether we have something go wrong with us or not. But I don't know if that's I don't know like if that's how people work. No, it shouldn't. But like, why would people? Why does it take? Oh, here's another one. Why would it take something like that to make you want to go do all of these things? Like, would they have done that had they not lost their leg? It's hard to say. If they had not lost know. their leg, would they still go be doing triathlons and stuff like that? Does he just, what, swim in a circle or something? What? <laughs> Dude, that's so mean. It's not. They would probably laugh at um, um, Because they have, yeah. I mean, no, if, I, if that, that well, one dolphin can swim without a tail. <laughs> I, mean. I guess what I'm getting at is... yeah. If, if So you're saying that if someone goes above above and beyond and against the odds... They should be treated just as just as equally as everybody else. I, I don't want to say one way or another in that because I do think it's remarkable to be able to do that. I guess I'm I'm getting then stuck on the like why would you would you have done this? The people that have a tragic thing happen to them and then they do this amazing thing like 
why, what is it kind of not talking about them, but like, what is it about everybody else that hasn't had that tragic thing? What would be holding us back from going and doing, mm. if we're so excited about them and going and doing that amazing thing would be, would have we be as excited mm. using that friend as an example mm. would be as we be as excited for them if they were to have done the triathlons with two legs. Okay. Or are we okay. more excited for them? Like, why not just be the same excited for them, whether they have... It's all because overcoming you know adversity. Mean? Yeah. Like, I think that's what people love to see. People love to see... That's sports, man. People love the underdog. People love yeah. that team that comes back in the fourth quarter. They're down two touchdowns. They had a minute left of the game, and they recover a fumble. And Like, people love that stuff. Yeah. I guess it's the story that people are after. But I just want to be careful that we don't get caught up in the story and mm-hmm. forget about here we go here's okay. how i can wrap this up i don't want people to forget about the that person's whole life mm-hmm. and remember the story about them like these mm. people that watch this guy on america's got talent they're right. going to remember that moment but where are they throughout his entire life and all of the struggles that he's been through? Are they excited about getting in there and helping people that helping more people who are blind or autistic or are missing limbs? Are they as excited about his story of overcoming that they're actually going to then go and try to help other people in the same situation? Is it their role to do the same that? Thing? Why wouldn't it be? If they're going to be excited about him overcoming and all that, why don't they get excited about going and making sure and lifting others up and using their healthy, able-bodied self to elevate other people who might not get the opportunity to do that and inspire hope in them to go and do these amazing things? Hmm. I don't know. This is just, again, good talk. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not landing anywhere right. on this one. No. I just, it gave me something to think about. Because I get what and- you're saying and I agree with you, but I'm also trying to play the opposite side. Like, because like, I, I agree with you. It's mm-hmm. like if you're going to cause such an uproar and share this post about this by doing this, like if you're being that passionate about it, why aren't you being passionate about like the other stuff? Yeah. Like yeah, that's, that's kind of what you're let's saying. Let's not make this, this one moment his entire story. Right. I get that. Right. Like what's going to happen after this? What happened before this? How can we be a part of more people's lives that have, that are struggling to help them become better? Yeah. Or just to help them not become better. They're fine just the way they are, but mm-hmm. to just help them in whatever ways they need help. You know, not going in and thinking that we're. And, and this, this is me trying to get out of my head. What if it's just as simple as people being excited about something and it just moves along? Like, mm-hmm. what if it's just as simple as that and it doesn't need to be like a thing? Because like, I think if we looked at everything that way, it's like, you know, you could look at Simon Cowell's story and, and think that way because people get in uproar about him or any celebrity at all. You could look at something and like think about that. So, yeah, I get, I mean, going all the way back to that, I get really skeptical of like this, the storylines mm-hmm. of these shows. Like obviously they have great stories of people coming in and you know, they well, look it's, for it's, those it's stories. It's made to manipulate your feelings. Right. And because they want you to watch it. Now, and, and on one hand, I'm excited that, that these, people that overcoming odds and doing these wonderful things are getting the exposure. Mm-hmm. But at the other hand, I'm like, yeah, to whose benefit, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it depends what happens with this kid after the show, but I had an idea speaking of shows like that. I had this idea, you know, like shark tank, people come on with their business idea mm-hmm. and um, the investors battle each other sometimes to the opportunity to invest and who can give them the best deal. Mm-hmm. I feel like they could, they should do the same style of program for musicians and artists where you have like four or five different uh, record labels hmm. listening to an act and they hear the talent 
And then they ask some questions about like, what's your, what's your social media followers like? What are your views? What is your YouTube account like? What are your shows lined up to get signed onto a label? And then those record labels or producers, they bid for, Hey, here's what hmm. we'll offer you. And they got to accept that in a way as much of, as I hate the music industry, that would be an awesome that's show. That's kind of like the voice though. In a way it's for industry people fighting essentially well, not fighting, but like initially this person performs. So it's already a show. You've heard of the voice, right? Damn it. <laughs> well, it's not as in depth as that. A person goes on stage and everyone has their back to the person. And I got another thing to talk about. Well, yeah. And this person, <laughs> this person sings and they judge the person purely off of voice, not mm-hmm. their, not their looks, not their stage presence. It's purely based off of talent. And if more than one person buzzes, then they turn their chair turns around. They see the they see the person, and then they get to kind of like you know scoff and debate, and they get to kind of pick who that person goes with. And then that person kind of champions like okay. that celebrity champions that artist. See, I think they should. No, oh, that sounds cool, but I think they should make deals on the spot. Yeah, make the deal on the spot. Like we will give you fifty thousand dollars to fund one, like one record album. for our for our label mm-hmm. to promote you. And that's all you get, like a small percentage of there. I think that would be it cool. It could be cool, yeah. So anyway, that was my one little thing, and that actually took up quite amount of space, which is really good, or two <laughs> so that's perfect, because my next topic here... Child labor laws. So my face, my face ID does not work when the microphone's in front of my face. Well, that that would make that sense. That would, uh, yeah. So here's something. I've seen this other picture floating around on the Internet, and it's got like a little, like a marquee billboard with the, um, you put the letters in. Mm-hmm. And I think you can like randomly generate these. Just oh, I've made fake ones that look yeah. real. Yeah. And the thing that was on it said, why is Narcan free for a dope addict, but my insulin is $750 a month? Mm-hmm. First, the second slide has the, Narcan free for a dope addict crossed out and it just says, why is insulin $750 a month? And then underneath that is a picture of Jim Carrey. Now, I don't know if he actually said this or not, but it basically says something like other people who are struggling are not your enemy. It's embarrassing that I need to explain this. Hmm. And I saw this image and I was like, huh? And I've seen a couple of people share it and I'm like, but nobody said that other people struggling were your enemy. Mm-hmm. The question in the above one was why is Narcan free and why is my insulin $750 a month? For those of you who don't know, Narcan is like a no spray you give to people who overdose. Right. And insulin is a something you give to diabetics because they need to control their blood sugar. Right. Um, so, and I was just thinking about that and, and it just reminded me. So I was like, wait a minute. All they did was ask a question. Period. Mm-hmm. Just a question. All right. Why is this? No one said, I'm pissed off because this guy gets his drug for free and mine's $750 a month and he's a jerk because he gets his for free. They so, didn't say that. So I think the person who probably made that meme is like a 40 year old man living in his mom's basement in Missouri. <laughs> like right. what, like what I'm getting at is like, dude, anybody can make anything on like, as right. far as memes go. Right. I think the above pictures you're talking about is actually a good topic, 
But I think that Jim Carrey thing is irrelevant and shouldn't even be part right. of the discussion. But it's like, but all of all of these people that were sharing it totally missed that. Hold on, like nobody made anybody an enemy. Here. Well, so that's what I like, mean. When like Jim Carrey and then whoever reposted it, you're the one. They are the ones making the enemy, mm-hmm. not the original poster or asker of the question. Mm-hmm. Even if it's implied, mm-hmm. um, it was still just a question. And I think when you respond to somebody, like if that person said that, if somebody said, imagine a, a, a type one diabetic, because type two, I have a whole nother solution for them. Mm-hmm. Um, if a type one diabetic says is sitting there frustrated because their insulin costs $750 a month and it's bankrupting them and there's a drug addict who gets Narcan for free, or if they believe that these drug addicts get Narcan for free. Mm-hmm. I'd be pissed too, mm. but I wouldn't be pissed at the drug addict. No, they don't have anything to do with the that. system. Yeah. Right. And that question that they posed didn't, it didn't throw the drug addict under the bus mm. at all. But whoever made that meme and whoever's sharing that meme is, is basically doing that. Mm. And, and I, it's hard to articulate what I'm trying to say, but like nobody seemed to understand what I was saying. Well, a couple of people did, but there was a couple of people that just went right over their head and was like, no, it's farm. Yeah. Of course. It's not the drug addict's fault. It's not the diabetic's fault. So it's a drug companies, you know, so you don't even need to cross out the whole Narcan thing. It's a legit question to ask a drug company. Yeah. Why is this free and why is mine not? Mm-hmm. And when you, I think when you read that, you immediately assume something about the asker of the question. Hmm. And that's wrong to do that because if that person was sitting right now in front of you, you wouldn't be like, Hey, that drug addict's not your enemy. And they'd be like, no shit, Sherlock. I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you even paying attention? Like, you're not even paying attention to that person who's struggling and you're making it about, like, why don't you care for the person that, that asked the question? That should be the first order. Well, who's asking the question? Mm. Let's, let's validate how they're feeling. Like, oh gosh, I'm sure that's incredibly frustrating for you, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It really is. Instead of, painting them in some bad light that they're somehow the enemy. So now anybody out there that has that question, look, you're not the enemy. Mm. That's a very valid question. I want, I want anybody to know that if you have that question, that's a very valid question. And no one should think that you're like an enemy or trying to throw somebody under the bus because you're not. Mm. So that was frustrating to me, but I see that happening because even um, this morning I was saying to my son or I was saying, you know, uh, somehow Emily, she asked a question about what Ann did yesterday. And I said, no, she went to Rex swim with, with Grammy or something like that. And Josiah is getting around. He's like, really? And then I responded to Josiah. Now you used to be able to do a lot of things. And I am assumed something about his question. Hmm. All he asked was really, I assumed where he was going with that. And I said, you know what, buddy? I'm sorry. Yes, she really did. And I answered his question. Mm-hmm. I said, yes, she really did. Hmm. That's all I needed to answer, right? Yeah. And if he was frustrated by it and said, yeah, well, why didn't I get to go? Oh, well, because you were at school. Yeah. Yeah, but I can't believe she – Josiah, do you remember that you're old? You know what I mean? Right. Like I responded to what I thought he meant. Mm-hmm. And I think this meme reminded me of that's what people do anymore. Right. They don't take the time to listen and hear people. Right. And respond to – they just respond to how I think you mean it. Right. Instead of, well, what do you really mean by that? Mm-hmm. Tell me more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, that's miscommunication. I mean, that's everything. 
that was my second little thing I was frustrated <laughs> at that, you know, I put it on Facebook and then people just still, a couple of people liked it and somebody bit said thank you, but then several other people just took it and went, the same people that took my, uh, yeah, the, the one the other yeah. day, the mm-hmm. totally, the point went right over the head, just <laughs> yeah. kind of went and kind of made it into something it wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. cause I don't believe, I also, I like what, whatever, if Jim Carrey said that or not, no, other people struggling aren't your enemy. Like no. that's not who your enemy is. But I, I went through all of this and then I said snarkily at the bottom, like, it's embarrassing that I have to explain all of that. Right. To you. The, the, the thing that I'm constantly reminded of is like, dude, we live in a world where everybody around us is on different pages for the most part. And like, you can't be surprised when someone says something that's so different than what you say. Like, you just can't be surprised by that anymore. Um, or even like offended really. It's like, use that as an opportunity to connect. Like if someone is saying something that challenges you or saying something like that pushes against you, that use that as like a, a chance, an opportunity to like reach them and meet them my level instead of like fight and combat. So, yeah, yeah. that is interesting. Like I think we live, we do, we live in this world where like we don't take the time to in this text based world to really read Mm-hmm. what somebody is saying mm-hmm. and understanding that like, okay, just because that's what those words say, I want to make sure I totally understand what they're saying because there's nothing else. in there's no, you know, facial expressions. Uh, there's no, I can't read body language. So maybe instead of reacting to this, I should just ask more questions to make sure I understand it better. And I think we are so, fr- we're so fragile anymore with what we believe and what we put our foundation on that, the second anybody questions anything remotely that we do, we instantly recoil and we're like, Oh, you're an enemy. You're wrong. No, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Like, like that's the, like that shouldn't, if you are a stable person with a stable mind, that would not be your reaction. So that's kind of what I have to say about that. It's yeah. like, um, yeah. Here's another thing. That's good. I kind of like these topics here. <laughs> Here's another thing. This is a genius million dollar idea here. Okay. Um, Multi-million dollar idea. But we'll start with a question. Why is men's underwear so freaking expensive? Keep all that junk contained, am I right? (laughs) Exactly. Have you seen like the Saks ballpark pouch underwear? What? And there's a couple other brands online now that have a special compartment for the, the tree and the berry bush. What? Um, I've yeah. not seen that. Yeah, like some of them have two. Like they have one for the shoot, right? And what? then another one just for the pouch. And wow. it's all on the outside of the underwear. You just slide it through and oh, there it is. So weird. Yeah. It's so weird, but I'm like, does that make sense? Like that work? That'd be kind of weird looking. Huh. But it's but then like then it would it's I almost wonder if it's like that. It's just sitting there. Like, is it any more supportive than just like a pair of box briefs? Because it would mm. just be flopping around there now on the outside, right. just like it would if you weren't wearing any underwear I at all. I can't even like picture this. I need to see a picture because I don't know. Don't because okay. as soon as you look it up on Amazon, then everything on your phone is going to be ads of men's underwear. Penis so related. yeah, and interesting styles of underwear too. <laughs> but I was looking at these underwears and I'm like, because I'm picky about my underwear. Like mm-hmm. if if I buy, I bought a set of six like Fruit of Looms the other day because right. they were like twenty bucks. I was like, yeah, sweet, cheap ones. Mm-hmm. I threw them out. They fall apart. Oh, they're junk. No, I didn't even, I wore like two. it. I wore it for like a day and I'm like, this is the worst pair of underwear I've ever worn in my entire life. Oh, I know. And uh, I ended up throwing them out and there's another pair that I like for running, but if I wear them just during the day, 
and they don't breathe as much. So <laughs> it gets really swampy, but they're very supportive. And then I have another pair, nice two pair of champions that I actually like. I have like four pairs of those. Mm-hmm. I really like those, but they're beginning to wear out and the bottom's starting to ride up a little bit. Just buy a fresh pair of those. They work. Well, I was thinking about it, you know, so, but I was looking online and I thought about me undies. Oh, yeah, yeah, really yeah. Good, right. I only get sponsored by them, actually. Right. I mean, but I, but they, their subscription, if you do the subscription, you get them for $16. Dude, we should get paid for this. We're, right. we're giving them an ad right now. And you can cancel that subscription anytime you want. So I was like, well, what if I just bought like four pairs of undies? Yeah. For, you know, what is that? 64 bucks. Dang, that's, I can't even say that without cringing. 64 bucks, you know, for four pairs of, and then just cancel my subscription. Hmm. Right. And just do that and get the cheeks. Otherwise they're 24. I'm like, that's a lot of money to spend on a pair of underwear that you don't even know. Like I'm particular about it. So I want to try it on. I want to try it out. Right. So here's my idea. Underwear companies, listen to this underwear companies online that have these like 30, 40 or $50 pairs of underwear. Believe me, they're out there. Hmm. Um, and it's not a pair of underwear. It's one, it's one underwear trunk. Right. Right. So they should send you. A pair for free. You get your first pair free. Hmm. You try them out. You wear them. If you don't like them, you return them. We'll give you the envelope, whatever, to send them back. If you do like them, you can pay for them. Hmm. But you only pay for them until you like them. And if you don't send them back within four weeks, three or four weeks, well, then we're going to charge you. Hmm. But you get that opportunity to try the underwear out uh, for that time period. So you don't have to shell out the money until you know for sure you like it or not. Hmm. That's genius to me. I would, I think underwear companies that have that expensive underwear would probably sell more underwear. It puts their back up against the wall to have a quality product and she'll put your back up against the wall because it's a quality product. <laughs> and then, like, wow, man, sorry. what a slogan. Um, another million dollar <laughs> slogan right there. So I feel like they would sell more that way. And because they have to deliver a quality product. They're going to make money off the people that just forget to send it back. And there's the people that'll be like, well, you know, they're okay. Or they'll give you a reduced rate for that first pair. So if it's like a $40 pair of underwear, we'll give it to you. If you like it, you pay 25, right? And people just won't send it back. It's like, it's like 25 bucks. So they might not buy new, but then they'll at least pay for the one. Have you ever heard of Warby Parker glasses? Yeah. Okay. So, you know. Well, I mean, I don't know the ins and outs of how it all works, but. Well, Warby Parker glasses is you find the glasses you like online, I think up to three pairs and they'll, they'll ship you them for free and and you get to try them on and see how they fit your face. And then you pick the one you like and then they, then you know, you can order something online and you know it works. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's, it is, I think that kind of online buying, I think more companies should do that. Um, I mean, the mattresses that you buy, mm-hmm. you know that we bought a, oh, the Lisi, the Lisa Sapphire mattress, like 1500 bucks. Mm. And for the first couple of weeks, it was great. Um, but then I was like, you know, it's not that great. Mm. And so I emailed them. I said, well, what is your return policy? And they're like, oh, it's actually really simple. You just put it out by the curb, have it picked up by Salvation Army or something and show us a copy of the receipt. I'm like, wow. Really? Like, yeah. As long as you show us that you donated it, fine. That's it. And we'll send your money back. What? Right. Wow. So they're like, no, it's just our way. I mean, they'll claim it. They'll obviously be able to write that off as a, as a donation or something. So mm-hmm. they'll, they won't get the full amount or whatever. I, I don't know how it works on their end. Um, 
but clearly they've marked their mattresses up enough that they're able to do stuff like that. Right. And so that's what we did and we got our money back. It was easy. And then we ordered another one and uh, we still have that one. It's a bear hybrid. Oh my gosh. It was a thousand dollars. So it's almost like we got $500 back. Right. And a better mattress. <laughs> well, we did get $500 back. Right. Um, and we got a better mattress. And this thing, man, it is, this is like this turn into an ad promo here. <laughs> All these products. You can, it's a queen. We went from a king to a queen. Okay. And we're a little worried about that. But this queen, you can get right up on the edge of this thing and you don't even feel like you're about to fall off. Oh, like, wow. There is no, the side support is amazing. We love it. And when we're keeping this one, we ain't going, it ain't going back. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. <laughs> so, companies taking advantage of the return policy and even a mattress. Mm. I mean, how difficult is it to return a mattress? Pretty easy. Just put it out by the curb. And we did have to wait like three weeks for them to come pick it up though, because the donations center cycle of pickups. Oh, right. Like right. That. Right. But anyway, I ended up buying a pack of four from Cole's jockeys. <laughs> And, so you caved and went, went to and Kohl's. they were thirty four dollars for four. Oh wow! So I was like, "All right, that's not bad." And so far, so good. I put them on straight out of the package right after my shower, and it's been about two hours, and we're feeling all right. We're feeling all right. So there's nothing like a fresh pair of socks, too, man. I love new socks. New socks, yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> those are the things that get that get me excited in the day. Socks, new sure, ones. new, new socks. socks. That's yeah. like what I live for. I hate shopping. Like I hate clothes shopping. Like I was looking today, like I hate spending money on underwear. Um, I did find this nice pair of uh, Under Armour shorts. I think mm. they were 18 and I had been short shopping in 18 for this, a, a style of shorts like this. I'm, I'm, do you go to Salval? No, I'm specific. So I, dude, know. I bought 11 shirts mm-hmm. at Salval and I think it was like, let me think here. I was probably like six bucks. Yeah. It was like six dollars. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I like Coles. And, and, and they were like, deals. you know, Abercrombie and Fitch shirts, yeah. like, um, you know, I, cause I, I'm nice particular. Stuff. Woolrich. Yeah. Yeah. I'm particular. I have a, a certain, like, this is what I'm looking for. Certain vibe. Um, and it even was like with sunglasses today. Like, I'm not very much a sunglasses person. Mm. Um, I'd be just fine without sunglasses, but occasionally I'm like, yeah, it's really bright out. I found a pair that I really liked and uh, they were $18. <laughs> oh, wow. That's good. <laughs> I know, right? They're cheap. And we get to the register and the little sticker is not on it. Right? Oh no. So I was like, they're like, they're calling somebody. I'm like, nope, nope. Sorry. That's a sign. I'm not getting, a, I'm not getting the sunglasses. I'm sorry. Put them back. <laughs> and I didn't buy the sunglasses. I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was down at the outdoor shop. Oh yeah. Down there. And, uh, there's a pair of sunglasses in there and I picked them up. I put them on. I was like, wow. Gee, these are really nice. <laughs> like, they cool. feel comfortable. They were like crystal clear. I was like, I actually might buy these. And I asked the guy, how much are these? He said $279. And I was like, oh, (laughs) kids, put them down. Put them down. Yeah, right. Do not drop them. And like they couldn't, they didn't have the box or anything for the display ones. So I was like, well, what about the out of box special over here? How about like 30 bucks or whatever? (laughs) I didn't say that. But but I was like, what? What? Like $270? Like what makes a pair of sunglasses? He's like, listen, man. These are a tool. I mean, think of a guy like me who's fly fishing, you know, five, six days a week for hours on the water with that sunshine and the glare off the water. Right. Like you would spend $250 on a nice pair of sunglasses too. Right. They're going to fit on your face, not be fatiguing, not hurt your ears, your nose, and you can see well. It's That's why they're $250. When, like, you, when you put it that point. way, it's like, yeah. okay. Fair point. I get it. It's a tool. Right. You can charge more money for tools. It's very true. So anyway, I was just a little some things that I wanted to get, yeah, get off, off my your chest. chest. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you guys can relate to some of that stuff. Yeah, 
And um, cool. We will see you on Thursday for the Midweek Thoughts. Later.